Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Coming up on today's show, we have a whole bunch of streams to talk about. Microsoft, Nintendo, and NVIDIA are doing a thing, and Lisa Wallen is back. Welcome to another episode of the What's Good Games podcast. I almost said welcome to another podcast of the What's Good Games episode, but I pulled through your source for video game news, commentary, analysis, and funny stuff every Friday. I am one of your hosts, Brittany Brombacher, alongside comedian, streamer, badass, beautiful no, Lisa Wallen. Stop. Ooh. It's Lisa Lawlin, Weasel Allen, whatever Weasel you want. Whatever, whatever you want to call me, baby girl. You can call me whatever you want. I call you everything and anything. I actually do have you in here as Weasel somewhere. I know. It, yeah, I saw it in the show doc. I was like, oh, I, I'm just Weasel forever. It's fine. It's okay. I like <laughs> it's it. It's a good endearing. animal. It's a good endearing animal. It's a stinky animal, which yeah. I was like, yeah, that also makes sense. Um, <laughs> I'll be the stinky animal Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. So Andrea and Ree are at Dice in Las Vegas this week. And when I saw that this was Like a Dragon Ishin launch week, I thought to myself, I can't think of anyone better to be on this week's show. You and I just hung out in real life. We I touched know. skin like we, a couple weeks ago. And grass at some point. Grass. <laughs> yeah, we had... I. Oh. I and so claws. We had white claws. We do have white claws, and I'm actually having one right now. I you, I have you ruined her life. Me. White Claw Wednesday with what's I've, good games. <laughs> lots of W's. <laughs> lots of W's. We saw Wallens, um, Weasels, White Claws. <laughs> Weasel Wallets, Weasels, White Claws, What's Wednesday. Good Games Wednesdays. Wednesday. Yeah, oh, we got yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, we can just start that show. We can just quit this show and no one will ever care or mm-hmm. no. But no, I got to see you do stand up. We got to eat pho. We talked until like 1230 in the morning. And then I had to take a car home because it was late and I was pretty tipsy. But I did the responsible thing. No, you are a lovely, lovely human. And I know you just had a pretty big announcement today. <laughs> that you made. I know. I am moving to LA, which means that Brittany and I had such a good hangout. I just had to leave the state. I was like, you know what? This is my swan song. You're scared of commitment. It was. was, No. No. Yes. But (laughs) it really, yeah, it was very funny, though, because like I've been thinking about moving to LA for years, obviously, because of stand up. And then the pandemic happened. And now I'm moving to LA for work, but I'm always like, oh yeah, I also do stand up. <laughs> like, it's like my priorities for moving to LA change. I don't really want to live in a place that gets that hot in the summer and I can't drink the tap water, but fuck it. Like, this is the only time I can do it. And if I end up hating it, I can just come back here and live with you. Absolutely. <laughs> I have a bedroom, a closet you can live in. I'll It'll be, be great. Adopted daughter. 
please. Yeah. 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 I think you're technically younger than I am. So therefore I will be mommy. But no, like I I really do think this is a good move for you. You have so much potential with everything that you do. I hope you grow and flourish in LA and then come back and then adopt me when you buy your $10 million mansion from all your success. Which is like a a rambler in Kent. But yeah, (laughs) (laughs) in 10 years, that'll be $10 million. So there you go. What a time to be alive. But we'll talk more about Weasel and her incredible adventures later on in the episode. But for now, I want to let you know that this week's episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. And shout out to this month's Patreon producers, Chewie's godson, Alex Rogopoulos, Ferris Atia, Justin Foshi, and Punctified. And welcome to our Patreon community, Jordan, Sammy Salazar, Jose Vera, (laughs) and Nutzak. You're really good at saying names. That is such a huge... No, I'm actually really bad. I think it's because I've been repeating these Can you hear that alert, by the way? Okay, good. I have my OBS open and someone must have just followed me on Twitch because my Twitch follower is playing right now. (laughs) Whoops. I don't hear it. Well, I I do not need OBS open, so I will close that. Uh, Just a little extra audio (laughs) jingle jangle for this week's What's Good Game show. And I don't think it's going to show up on my recording, but it was just really startling. I was like, wait, did I go live? This episode is live on Twitch TV. That would be a whole new adventure. And I want to give a quick shout out to... So last week I said, listen, our podcast review on Apple is 4.6 out of 5. And that's okay. Constructive criticism is fine. But you know, you get those one stars like, oh, they have vaginas. They suck. One star. And like those are the yeah, kind of reviews that offset. Right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> she's like, yeah. Uh, those are the kind of reviews that really bring down the five star rating. So I put out a call to action. I was like, please, friends, we got fifteen new reviews in one week, which is a record. And thank you to everyone who took the time to leave really, really kind reviews. It made me feel warm and fuzzy. I fucking and I'm hate gonna, people, I'm, man. Oh, they're it's the worst, just, uh, right? You know, all the blood, sweat, and tears that go into shows. Like, oh, they're women. <laughs> one star, and then it brings down your rating. Anyway, so quick shout out to these fifteen rad people. People. Richia33, Jawbone McGraw, MD Beards, and Age34, Ash Jelunk, Zach Jizz, Jizz, and the White Claw. Yeah, it is the White Claw. People do this on purpose. They make their name impossible to read because they know I'm going to fuck it up, to your point earlier. Friscom99, Arthur's iPhone, Justin T. Miller, K. Simpson85, New Guy435, K. Slater, D. Lovely79, and Kitsune888. Thank you all so much. I think that's 15. I didn't really count. I guesstimated, so we'll see. Anyway, yeah, so like I said, another shout out to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this week's show, but we'll talk about that later because we have some news to talk about. Lots of so, nudes. Lots of nudes. I nudes said nudes. <laughs> I know you did. I loved it. I like to play off the nudes. Um, so heads up, Sony is having a state of play this week, but because of the time it is happening, which is Thursday, which is after we record the show, we cannot talk about it this week. So wah, wah, but we can talk about it next week. But for now, you know, I thought we could at least just mention it that, yeah, there is a new state of play coming Thursday, February 23rd, featuring Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. And so this is also what they're going to show. It says new looks at some anticipated games from our third party partners, as well as a first glimpse at five PlayStation VR 2 games games set to arrive later this year. Then settle in for more than 15 minutes of all new gameplay details and updates on Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, the next game from Rocksteady Studios. Now, is there anything, my dear Lisa, that you're like, I really want them to show this? Because we don't have to spend too much time on it because, listen, we're going to we're gonna know within a day how wrong we were. Um, I'm ready one. to hear a, a fourth Last of Us remake. Uh, maybe they'll announce <laughs> 
<laughs> we actually did a Last of Us remaster of the newest remake that came out last year. So we just wanted to put that out there. No, for me, like all I really care about right now is I would like to get some more Elden Ring DLC updates. Oh. Would be really great. Um, but now that I mean, we're going to talk about it later on. But now that Ishin's out, I really just want games that just stop producing. Like the Nintendo. I mean, I don't know if we can talk about the Nintendo Direct that happened recently, but like sure. putting all the putting a handful of Game Boy and Game Boy Advantage's games and then also having Metroid Prime remaster on there and then on top of that also having New Zelda game coming out. I'm like, I just want the state of play to be about shit I do not care about. That is a really good point. <laughs> I think I also <laughs> like I have way I'm moving to a place where I have to be outdoors. Like I like I can't I can't have all this on my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot handle it. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice. I just accepted another review copy that I can talk about next week. And Jason looked at me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. This my is how I determine job. my self-worth, my job. I don't know what I'm doing. Putting food on your table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. With all my <laughs> gameplay. <laughs> I will say there is someone supporting all of my DoorDash habits, and it is not me. You know, really, though, I think we'll probably get maybe a look at Resident Evil 4 Remake in some capacity. Oh, yeah. And Final Fantasy 16, maybe we'll get a glimpse at that too. Who could say? But like I said, unfortunately for me, those are all games I want to play. So that does not help my cause at all. I do but, really want to play the remake of Resident Evil now that I just played through the original, but I just, I want them to keep a little silliness because the two I, remake was not silly. I want a little bit of Leon's silliness in there. From what I played during the demo, there was silliness in there. Does so. he say I could go for a steak right now after seeing a dead body? Because that's what I really want. I just want a whole game of that. <laughs> I heard the bingo line, and then I heard something else. But you know who could say I want a steak? That's... That. <laughs> Okay, anyway. <laughs> so that's a thing. So PlayStation State to Play is going to happen this week. Hope you watched it and had a great time and all that good stuff. Something we can speculate about a little bit because this isn't happening until February 27th is the Pokemon Presents live stream that is happening on Pokemon Day, which again is February 27th. It will last for 20 minutes and will include, quote, exciting Pokemon news and celebration of Pokemon Day 2023. Okay, Lisa, what would get you hot and bothered from a Pokemon Presents. If they would add some of the old... Well, now that they've released Game Boy Advance games on the Switch, they didn't announce any Pokemon games? Come on. I Come think on. it's happening. I think I think you're onto something here because if you watch the little teaser video they put out, the Pokemon company, there's like three seconds of silhouettes from Gen 1 and it's circling the Pokemon Day logo, I think is what it is. So I absolutely think that that has to be happening. What? There's nowhere else to really even play those older games. Unless and you own is, them. Like, I still own all mine, but... Yeah, right? Yeah, if, yeah you want to bust out your, your old consoles. Or if you have a 3DS still... You know, you can play them on that. But the virtual shop for that is closing down next month anyway. So Which is why they got to add them. That's what I'm saying. It makes the most sense to me. So, yeah, I think for sure, considering that the virtual console on Wii U and 3DS is going tits up next month, there's no other easy way to play them. I think now is when you add them, like you said, because they just added the Game Boy games and Game Boy Advance games. I think we'll probably get some sort of announcement for Scarlet and Violet DLC. Have you played that one yet? I played yeah. Sword and Shield was the last one I played, but I very mm -hmm. much am like, I am going to be that toxic Pokemon person that's like, I miss the 2D handheld ones. Like, I just, I just, you know, after like black and white, I think after that, I was just like, eh, I kind of fell off the Pokemon train. 
I'm an asshole. Yeah. I know. But no. no, but I actually really liked Sword and Shield up until a point. It just doesn't have like the same feel. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I still love Pokemon. And it, whatever games that they're going to announce, I probably will end up getting. The yeah. only problem I- is that Nintendo never has anything on sale. So it's hard for me to justify buying a $70 game years after it's already been out. <laughs> well, yeah, with Tears of the Kingdom, man, that's going to be their first $70 title. And you know that thing's never going on sale. It's I never happened. I will pay $500 oh, for that title. I, I will donate every organ in my body for that I will, game. It's I, will, I will also donate an organ for Link. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have an organ he can have. Ayo. Um, uh, ayo. Uh, yeah, so anyway, going back to Scarlet, or <laughs> yeah, Scarlet and Violet, because I was thinking of Sword and Shield, because we did get those two expansions with Sword and Shield. I think we will get an expansion announcement. You know, we got Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra, which are pretty, pretty beefy expansions. So that would be exciting. But what I want more than anything, honestly, is just the old school. Da- yeah, the old school, but I would say a date for them to fix that game because that game is a technical nightmare. That's I don't know another seen... reason why I want and didn't want to play yeah. it. Uh, and, and I haven't played it anymore since, oh God, in a month at least. I just can't pick it up because it just runs so poorly and it's just so frustrating to me, but I won't talk about that again this week because I always talk about it. But hopefully, yeah, they'll come out with a fix and then we can all hop into it and it'll run it'll run a little smoother, a little buttery, more buttery. So like yeah, that'll bu- be... That'll I would be like fun. a butter type Pokemon. Is there a butter type? Now there we're at the point... Is. We're at the point where you have to be like, there's is, just food is there Pokemon butter? at this point. There is just so much food Pokemon at this point. Yeah, I think the ice cream Pokemon is the one that always gets me. And the final stream that has been announced is a Nintendo Direct for March 9th, which will debut the final trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie. And Nintendo has reiterated that no info on games will be shown during this Direct. I think for me, what was weird about this, I'm like, March 9th, that's so far away. Because Nintendo's always announcing shit like Mm -hmm. two days before their live stream. So this really threw me for a loop. But... I mean, cool. I mean, listen, they don't need to show any more of this movie, right? Yeah, I am already going to see it. So it is like at this point, it's like you can keep showing trailers, but I'm already going to see the movie. Oh, 100 percent. Like you're not going to be able to keep me away from it. I don't. Know, I think it's just great. We have all the, the the Last of Us lately, which has been kicking ass on HBO. And now I think this I have a feeling in my loins, Lisa, that this is going to do really well. This Mario movie. Obviously, it's going to perform incredibly well, but it's like, is it going to be a good movie? And I think it will. I feel good. I think they've added enough little Easter eggs in there already for us to love it. I mean, there's still, you know, some skepticism about these voice acting choices, but um, I'm actually really excited to see who Charles Martinet is in the movie because I think he's going to narrate it or he's going to be, they need a Wario. Waluigi. (laughs) Yes. Mm-hmm. Someone had a really good theory with Charles' involvement, and it's it's completely escaping my mind right now, but it has something to do with him, like, at the very end, like, making a cameo or something. I don't know. There's so many fun, like, what could happen during this movie theories out there. But, uh, yeah, I, you know he's – I wonder what he's going to do. It's going to be like How I Met Your Mother, but it's just him as Mario, <laughs> and he's just going to go back in time where he was Chris Pratt. And he's just talking to his kids across the couch. There you go. It's going to be the Mario movie. (laughs) Yeah, I think my theory with the Mario movie is that Mario, it's like one of those weird things where it's like he's Mario, but he's actually a normal person in Mario's body. And he suddenly finds himself in the Mushroom Kingdom or something. I don't know. Something He did some really good shrooms is what he did. It's a really good shroom. What if it's like a Freaky Friday thing where someone like takes over Mario's body and then Mario takes over someone else's body and then... I don't know. That would be really weird. Chris Pratt like, is just Charles Martinet. Oh my god, you're breaking my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I love the Super Bowl commercial they did. Do you see that one? The, the I Mario, didn't see it. The Mario no. Brothers plumbing one. They even had like the the old cartoon song in it too. Oh, oh it was so good. Oh, I so heard good. about that. Do the I, Mario, right? Yeah, it's so good. Uh, I loved. I'm gonna loved cry watching right this now. movie. I already know it. I think I will too. Yeah. Maybe maybe I can fly down to LA. We can go watch it. Together. And I am glad they went full animation route and not like Detective Pikachu route. Like I did not want to see a hyper realistic Mario. <laughs> just dude, no. It was weird enough. That's in just Mario Bob Hoskins. That's already it. <laughs> it was. I I with you. Like Detective Pikachu. Like that was fun. But Pikachu was way too hairy. Magikarp was way too slimy. It was way too realistic. And you're like, I don't me. like knowing that Pokemon have texture. I don't. <laughs> that's it Pokemon are not meant to have textures it's too weird I don't like it it makes me feel weird Yuck. inside yep indeed alright well we have much more news to get to. much more news yeah that's right it's grammatically correct but first this White Claw what the heck a word from our week's sponsor this week's episode of West Good Games is brought to you by ExpressVPN Huge tech companies in America pay next to nothing in taxes, meaning they barely give anything back to the society that made them rich. They may not do a lot of giving, but they sure do a lot of taking. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about how these tech companies enrich themselves by taking your personal data. They grab your web history, email metadata, and video searches to create a detailed profile on you and then sell that off to the highest bidder. (gasps) Companies aren't just selling products anymore, they're selling you. You have become the product. To protect your identity and data from these tech giants, I recommend using ExpressVPN every time you go online. Think about all the websites you visit, Facebook, Twitter, Google. Everything you do and say online is tracked by these giant corporations. Using your public IP address, they can uniquely match your activity and know your location. ExpressVPN makes you anonymous online by camouflaging your IP address and replacing it with a different secure IP of your choice. ExpressVPN also encrypts all of your data so that it's protected from hackers and anyone else that's trying to spy on you. And what I like most about ExpressVPN is how easy it is to use. Just download the app on your phone or computer, tap one button, and you are protected. So if you're like me and believe that your internet data belongs to you and not corporations, then ExpressVPN is the answer. Protect your data with the number one rated VPN provider today. Visit expressvpn.com slash whatsgoodgames to get three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash whatsgoodgames. Expressvpn.com slash whatsgoodgames to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're so good at this. <laughs> Thank you. Also, I just so watched nice. Megan, that, you know, creepy AI robot movie. And now I'm like, are they going to sell my data to make a creepy AI version of me? 
Because I would like that. <laughs> you know what? How about we just use that as an amazing segue to the next story yeah. on this week's show. You are so good. You just set it up and I knock it down. All right. Blumhouse, which I admittedly have always called Blumhouse, and I learned that that's very incorrect. It is Blum like Plum. <clears throat> Blumhouse launches new subsidiary to produce original horror video games. And this comes from Bloody Disgusting. Ooh, okay. I saw so Bloody, that. So Bloody Disgusting has learned this morning that Blumhouse, the multimedia company, is launching a new subsidiary to produce and publish video games. The company has appointed Zach Wood as president and Don... How do you say it? Setchler? As CFO of the new venture, I'm going to take a guess there, Blumhouse Games will partner with independent game developers to bring their creative vision to life via original horror-themed games for console, PC, and mobile audiences. In the spirit of its film business, Blumhouse Games will target indie budget games below $10 million to enable innovation in pushing creative boundaries. So that goes on to tell a little about the history of these folks. So Wood has been a video game producer for more than 25 years and has shipped over 30 games on every major platform. And then before joining Blumhouse, Schichler headed finance operations and strategy for Sony PlayStation's publisher and developer relations function. He helped structure and execute business development deals for the da 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 blah, blah. Important people, good people that have done good things. So if you're wondering, like, okay, so what has Blumhouse done? Think of Paranormal Activity, Insidious, The Purge, Get like, Out, literally Happy all day, horror us. movies. And yeah, like yeah. you just mentioned Megan. Megan. How do you envision these games looking if they're going to be campy horror IPs? shit, which is exactly what I freaking want okay <laughs> like i told people the only reason why i'll play a horror game is if it's got some silly shit in it i don't want to yeah. have just the pants i don't want to just shit my pants and not laugh about it <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't want to shit my pants and cry i want to shit my pants and laugh like that's why i told you this is the whole reason why i played re4 i'm like is it silly i need a little i need a little bit of silly and if it's not then well so i'm hoping blumhouse i'm assuming that they'll probably make games off of like already like movies that they've either done or mm-hmm. IPs that aren't video game ones. It'd actually be really awesome if they remade some games too. But if as long as they, I, I really hope they keep their, I guess their personality in all their games. That's what I'm expecting at least because they're just, you know, I'm not going to play them. I'm scared. But yeah, I just <laughs> say, you know, th- th- for me personally, I would like that for them. No, I, I'm with you. I think there's so much potential here, you know, which is really fun because I think of Megan. All right. And if you haven't seen Megan, how would you describe it in a nutshell? Essentially, there's a doll. It's an AI. It's an AI robot that has to protect a kid and it ends up going cray cray and does a TikTok dance for some reason. Um, yeah. And she's sassy and kind of a little bitch. And you know what? I love it. It was a good movie. It was silly. It was good. It was silly. Yeah, it was silly, it was. and and also a little not really scary, but it was spooks. There were some spooks, and the radar version comes out, I think, next week. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't know. I would love. To. I saw yeah. it in theaters, and I liked it too. But you know, that's that in itself seems like an interesting game mechanic. You know, maybe Megan the doll is the antagonist, or in a fun twist, the protagonist, right? Ooh. And maybe you as the doll get to hunt certain victims throughout the neighborhood who maybe wronged your. Or maybe there's friend. other dolls because they're oh. you know they're yeah they're. I'm not going to spoil the movie, but I mean. If one doll goes crazy, what about other things that have been uh, AI programmed? Alexa. Alexa, are you listening? Alexa's going to You are. I all. love you. <laughs> I know. I'm always so nice to Alexa. I'm like, Alexa, thank you. Sometimes Jason gets really frustrated. She'll randomly just start talking about anything, and we had no conversations with her, and she suddenly is like, blah, 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 blah. let me tell you about That's my history. That's not terrifying. 
And I'm like, that's okay. But Jason's like, shut up, Alexa. And I'm like, stop it. Stop. She's, she's going to go gonna for learn. you first. She's going to grow hands one of these days. <gasps> she's going to go for you first. I know. And then I'll get out of the house and I'll take my kid and the dog and we'll, be, we'll live happily ever after. But even like paranormal activity, which didn't have any spooks to it. I mean, spooks. It had lots of spooks. It didn't have any humor to it. It was one. It's still one of my favorite I thought favorite it was pretty movies. silly. Did you? Yeah. See, it scared the crap out of me. Maybe I need to watch it now that it's I'm like It's weird. Scary movies don't really scare me, but scary games do. And I think it's because I'm in control of the fate of the whoever I'm playing. And I think that's the scary part is knowing that I have stoner brain. But when I watch movies that are scary, I'm always like, this is so silly. I love it. Oh, we've talked about that's right, because I'm the opposite. Movies scare me. Games don't. And I think, I mean, they can be, they can get me sometimes. But I think it's because when I'm watching a movie, I can't, I'm not in control. Like, I feel like I have to watch what's in front of me. Whereas if I'm in a game, I feel like I can check my six all the time. You trust yourself too much as a gamer. (laughs) I don't trust myself as a gamer. (laughs) (laughs) shit Uh, but yeah I think this is really cool I think this is a lot of fun and like you said earlier if they do get to work on prior IPs I think there's just a lot of potential here for silly horror games or even actually scary scary horror games which are super serial paranormal activity could be fun I know there's been a lot of sort of takes like that and then a lot more games like that on Steam but I still think it would be kind of cool anyway I love spooky shit and one of these days I'm gonna get Weasel to play all the scary games with me and she'll love it. And then we can shit our pants together. Lovely. It'll be great. The next story I wanted to run down is, you know, I, I try to avoid talking about this because it's just rich people trying to get richer and it like makes me kind of roll my eyes, but it is important for the industry. So we should, you know, have you been following the story about the Activision Blizzard acquisition? Yeah, I don't understand it though. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's getting it's getting kind of complicated. We haven't talked about it for quite a while on this show, but I figure now probably a good time to do a general update since this news just broke this week. So Microsoft and Nintendo signed quote binding ten year agreement for Call of Duty via Eurogamer. And shout out to Eurogamer, they've been doing a lot of great. I don't know work. why though. On this story, <laughs> it, it's been easy to understand. Like I appreciate that. You don't know why what? I don't know why though. Why what? Why they would do that. I don't know. I guess I just know I'm not really into like Call of Duty as much at all, actually, at all. Yeah, so let's... Yeah, that's a that's definitely a question. Um, that's definitely a question. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's I I just kind of like dove balls deep into the story earlier today to try to figure out what's new and exciting. So I'll get through this real quick and then we can kind of break it break it down a little bit. So Microsoft has announced that it has finalized a ten year agreement to launch Call of Duty on Nintendo platforms on quote the same day as Xbox with full feature and content parity. The move is of course reliant on Microsoft precarious looking sixty eight point seven billion dollar <laughs> deal to buy. Call of Duty maker Activism Blizzard going through. So it's not the first time we've heard such an agreement, blah, blah, blah. So today's announcement is well-timed, however, ahead of Microsoft Day in court, and this came out earlier this week, trying to argue its case for the deal with the EU's European Commission, one of three major regulators currently standing in the way of its passing. So this morning, Microsoft President Brad Smith, again, this happened earlier this week, announced the contract with Nintendo in a tweet, which initially appeared to suggest a much wider agreement, quote, to bring Xbox games to Nintendo's gamers as part of the company's commitment to bring Xbox games to Activision Imagine playing Call of Duty on a Switch, though. Like, that's that's what I don't get. No, it's a whole thing. And so this is an important clarity. However, an accompanying statement from Microsoft mentioned only Call of Duty by name. Because at first you read that paragraph, you're like, oh, so all Xbox games were coming to Switch. And it's like, no, then they 
they later specified Call of Duty specifically. There's no word on when exactly this deal might begin or what Nintendo hardware that they are referring to. And the final decision on the deal is due in April. So yeah, like a lot to unpack here. So obviously Microsoft is trying to acquire Activision Blizzard and within that is Activision and within Activision is Call of Duty. And so Sony is like, we don't want you to have Call of Duty. And Microsoft is like, yo, one of the complaints and one of the things that people are worried about us doing is preventing Call of Duty from appearing on any other platforms. So here we're going to sign this agreement with Switch and commit to bringing Call of Duty to Switch. We're going to commit to bring it here, here, and here. Sony, you're the only one who's kind of holding out. And Sony's like, it's been 10 years for the Switch, and I'm assuming the contract is also 10 years for Sony, which is what Microsoft is pitching for Call of Duty. I think Sony is like, yo, 10 years is like not enough. But if you zoom out, look at this from a business perspective, no one in their right mind is going to put a forever clause in a contract. It's probably just an excuse to buy out the businesses. Like, they were just like, let's just throw a big title in there. Throw a big title. I, it's a whole it's a whole complicated thing. And there's been some f- interesting suggestions. Like, people have suggested to Microsoft that maybe you just omit Call of Duty from this business deal and it'll go through. Or maybe Activision and Blizzard can split. And so you get, can get Blizzard and the King side of things, but not the Activision side of things. And Microsoft is like, no way, Jose. We're not doing that. We want all or nothing. So Sony is holding out. And when you were talking earlier about it coming to Switch, this is kind of the interesting thing to think about, right? So I think any idea of this year's Call of Duty coming to Switch in like any real like capacity via like a downloadable game or whatever, like I don't think that's possible. I think maybe they need to have an Ethernet port before they do that. (laughs) They do in the new dock in the new Switch Pro or Switch OLED dock, but like I hear you. I have a Switch OLED, I didn't even know that. Now I know. Well, I've only had it for like a month. (laughs) And the reason I know is because my husband plays Unite and he plugged that thing in. It's the most obnoxious, bright ass yellow cord. I'm like, what is that abomination? He's like, it's my Ethernet cord. They make it a very tiny hole to put any cords in there though. I had to just rip off the back. (laughs) No, it's just so silly. So yeah, like that brings it that brings up the question. So I feel like if it does come on the Switch, it's gonna have to be via cloud, which is how they do a lot of their other games that are a little more intensive. But I can't see this happening anytime late earlier than 2024 when you think maybe the new Switch hardware would be out. So maybe it makes more sense for that. Like it's all complicated and weird. Anyway, we haven't talked about this deal in a long time, but it's all gonna come to a head in April. And it's just a thing, but obviously it's a big thing for the industry. But every day I feel like there's something new happening. So something interesting happening. So there it is. All right, let's move on to something a little bit more fun in the in case you missed it, which is Resident Evil 4 Remix VR mode will be free DLC. So Capcom has confirmed that Resident Evil 4 Remix VR mode will be free DLC for the PlayStation 5's PSVR 2. This was revealed on the Japanese Resident Evil Twitter account. Development has now begun on the VR mode. Are you getting the VR? Oh, the PSVR 2. I want. I do want it. I will say. I, I do. I do want to test it out. I. Uh, I want to be there when you do. Yeah. <laughs> Get some like Resident Evil Village. Any honestly, going. horror games VR sounds like my absolute nightmare. <laughs> like in every way it just this sounds oh. terrible my neck hurts i'm gonna be screaming it's in first person i just i'll accidentally accidentally kick a cat i just i don't see that ever going well but it's it yeah shout no, out it, to it resident doesn't. evil fans good luck <laughs> have fun with right. that no i i i've loved vr for a long time now ever since it first came out and it was like here's a million kajillion different chords and like go do the thing 
And so I'm excited to see where their technology goes. And this is obviously a step forward in terms of the amount of cables that are required and like the tech and da da da, which is great. So I'm curious about that. And I want to be able to play like Resident Evil Village, which is on VR and RE4 Remake, which will be on VR. But you just finished Resident Evil 4 recently. What is like a part of that game that you would love to see in VR or hate to see uh, in VR? None of it. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, I just definitely, I just definitely want to be, you know, in my little, my headspace with my VR headset in the back of my mind I hear Leon oh god whip your head around (laughs) go in a dumpster Ashley what are you buying where'd that come from (laughs) just my fucking cat (laughs) I know uh, so the game hat was ported last year was that or 2020 I don't remember when it was oh I have it right here October 2021 but that was more of the game where it's like you point and you just like zoom around. I don't really know how in depth this one is going to be. I did the hear the best way to play Resident Evil Four is with the Switch, or not the Switch, the Wii. Wait, really? Everyone says you should play Resident Evil Four on the Wii before it they sh- shut down the shop because like you use the Wii motes. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. It's like you're it's like, how do you shoot? Do you just do this? <laughs> like I, I don't know. Everyone says it's great, so. Oh, God. Your next project. There you go. There. Perfect. Play Resident Evil 4 on the Wii. No, thanks. I played on the GameCube for the first time, and that was an experience all in itself because I was too scared to play it by myself, so I had to use cheat codes. (gasps) Action replay. I was like 10. Actually, I was in 10. Wow. Game Shark? 15. Yeah. No, it was actually... It was it was action replay and Game Shark. I used, we used to both. sell. The, I used to work in electronics department when I was like seventeen. We sold those, and I was like, "Wow, I'm never gonna see these again." Like <laughs> these are this is gonna be it. Like there's no. They just here you go. Just buy cheats. There was a whole bunch of stories this week also where I think it's Destiny, Dota 2, and one other major company. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. But they're cracking down on cheaters and are getting millions and millions of dollars in damages. So moral of the story, don't use cheats or don't make a website that specializes in Don't cheat on anybody either. You know what? That is a good, that's better. Yeah. Only cheat your diet. It's the only thing you should cheat. Yes. Yes. God. Right? You are such a you are such a wise. Woman. Also, I'm getting distracted because there's just a random cat that just keeps coming <gasps> into my apartment <laughs> every two seconds. In my her room. apartment, she in needs my, her bedroom. My room. <laughs> just swar- like, just cat. Swimming around my feet like sharks um, is what she keeps doing, and I'm like, I'm not leaving this chair. So, anyways, sorry. I love your cat. We can no, move it's fine. on. No, we don't have to. We can talk <laughs> about cats. And finally, shout out to Elden Ring for selling 20 million units. That's crazy. That's a lot. I think I, I, I talk about this a lot, but I forget how many fucking people play video games. Yeah, I, f- you know? Been, no, I, I can't even count 20 million. No, so, I can't even. Yeah. That number a, doesn't, it, it breaks my brain. Yeah, there's too many people in this there's world. too many zeros. That's all I have to say. Yeah. It is crazy. They Ring. probably, they sold 20 million unit, but 5 pe- million actually kept playing it. The other 15 yeah. million were like, this is a Souls game. I'm never playing this shit again. Um <laughs> Did you see? I don't know if you saw. There's a funny ass video someone posted an Elden Ring with the rolling ball. I don't know if you saw. I retweeted yes, it. Yes, I saw. I saw it from your. What was that? What was so happening? So there's like an enemy in Elden Ring. It's like a giant silver ball, and it looks like it's just rolling, and you can avoid it, but you can't. But no one's done what that guy did, where he jumped on a ledge because the ball just stopped and just rammed into him. <laughs> and it was the. I've watched that clip a thousand times. It's so funny. Most people just ran back and they hid, and the ball would change them. This guy was like i'm five i'm i'm five heading this 
big forehead giant mega giga braining it and the ball was like not today bitch and it was hilarious so that's what happened so the ball chases the character it's yeah. the character thought he would be all smart the and ball is an ledge. enemy because he's yeah oh because it's going on down a bridge right? yeah and so it's you think it's not an enemy and then you say okay this ball is still chasing me and i have definitely left this room <laughs> At first, I thought maybe it was like a glitch or something. I didn't know that was an enemy. So funny! I need need to play that game again. I that was my first Souls game, and I had so much fun with it. It's exhaustingly huge, though. It's like every open world game is great. Sounds great. You know, just sounds great. Cheers to the kingdom. (laughs) Help us! Help us! Help us! Help us! All right. Well, that'll do it for this week's news segment. When we come back, we're going to talk about Lack of Dragon Ishin because, oh my god, and you have had some adventures in Metal Gear Solid with Snake's booty. That is snake ass all day. So snake ass. We'll be right back. segment of the What's Good Games podcast where we talk about what we've been playing at any preview events we've been to. This week, I'll just say real quick, I'm still playing Wild Hearts. I'm still playing Lack of Dragon Ishin and I'm playing something else I can talk about next week, not this week. But you don't you don't need to hear me talk anymore. I've talked enough. What is my dear Weasel playing? Oh, she, oh what girl, has Lisa been playing? When was the Laid last time I was me. on this podcast? Oh, I feel like it was forever ago. I think like, it was right. It was right when you, I think, had finished Resident Evil Four. I think. Yeah, I was and I think I was Callisto just Protocol. starting. I think. I would, oh yeah, I was just starting Metal Gear Solid because Callisto yeah. Protocol came out in like what? December. December. Wait, okay, so it wasn't that long ago. Or was it? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. We just love each other so much. Oh my god. Um, but now that I've come, I think I've gone to the point. Like, okay, so I think. Last time we talked, I was definitely playing Metal Gear Solid, but this time I've gotten through Metal Gear Solid 4, which for me feels like the last game. I know it's not. And here's the thing. <laughs> Here we go, friends. I love I love it. It's a lot like Yakuza in the sense that it's just like it's got its serious storylines, it's got silliness, and it's got a bunch of hot, old, haggard men, which we love. That's the reason I'm pl- But, you know, I was talking my stream, I was like, this is the story is way wackier than Yakuza and people are like no it's not I was like yes a hundred percent it is but here's because there's a thing is you can play the Yakuza games in order and it's in order except Mm. for zero if you start with zero then you go to Kiwami one two blah blah blah, all the way up to six that is just one continuous story like there's no backtracking there's no this is like Metal Gear Solid one is actually like the fifth game in the series while Metal Gear Solid 2 is a sequel to that but Metal Gear Solid 3 is actually the first game in the series because it goes back before the original Snake it's or the original Snake which is Naked Snake not Solid Snake because he just played Solid Snake for the last two games and then Metal Gear Solid 4 is actually a follow-up to 2 but like way many years later where Snake has aged horribly for some reason now I'm playing Peace Walker which is a uh a sequel to three and then five is actually the first game of the series and i'm like this does not happen 
with Yakuza. This is like the Zelda timeline, but worse. Okay. It sounds like some Kingdom Hearts shit. It really is. It's like, like, like for me, it's like, yes, the, for me, the, the most convoluted would be the Zelda timeline, but they just mm-hmm. wrote that because they were like, we just came up with it because you guys were annoying versus <laughs> Metal Gear Solid where it's like Kojima was like, no, this is it. Like, this is the greatest. And it's like, they should just had him write a fucking movie. And, like, four, literally, I streamed it, and I probably put in, like, 30 to 40 hours, maybe even less. But when I beat the game, it's like you played for 12 hours because most of the game is cutscenes. There is an hour and 17-minute cutscene at the end of the game, which is the longest cutscene in the game ever. But my stream was very, you know, they loved me playing it. I obviously had my issues with it, but in no way in hell should there ever be an hour and a half cutscene in any video game ever. <laughs> what if it's like a Majima like bathing scene though? Like I feel like I would watch that for an hour and seventeen minutes. Yeah, but that hour and seventeen minutes isn't them giving you the whole timeline of every game put together. It's just Majima oh. sitting there naked, and that's great. But if Majima was like, I'm gonna explain to you in depth of every single game that happened, and then bring back all the dead people like it's just it's just like it was so much and for me it's like i love these games because they're very they are very silly i like the stealth stuff i like puzzle games and you know there's some goofy moments and the serious moments they kind of hit especially like in two and three but in the end it's a stupid fucking franchise like that's (laughs) like i just said that like one of my best friends maddie i love her she's amazing and she also does like a bunch of metal gear solid comics she is deep into the shit like she's playing Mm -hmm. acid and survive like two games that nobody played i I don't even know what those are they're just one is a card game and one wasn't even kojima it was like after kojima left konami and they made a terrible metal gear solid game but she was like i just really need to play all of them and i was like you do you, girl. But she was like, at the end of four, I was crying so hard. Like, I was a mess. And I was like, I was laughing. And I'm like, there's two Metal Gear Solid fans. There's one who was, like, <laughs> heartbroken. And then me being like, what the fuck is this? Like, that was... But they're good. And obviously, like, it, my, my, I have an ongoing thing with my chat because they think I hate the game. So I was like, well, Lisa hates Metal Gear Solid. I'm like, I would not be still playing this game if I hated it. I just, I'm just not going to cry because I keep bringing back dead people. Like, this is like, <laughs> what is this shit? It's like, you could tell this, like, like Ko- Kojima did not even give a shit. He was like, fuck it. Let's, this is it. And then I'm done. I think you and I talked about this when we were tipsy walking back to your apartment. Yeah, but we always, I usually talk about Metal Gear Solid when but I'm I, tipsy. I, don't, I didn't realize that there it was such a convoluted timeline. It's been a series that never appealed to me. And now that I'm, you know, a little older and I've broadened my horizons and I, you know, I never thought I would like the Yakuza franchise, excuse me, the Like a Dragon franchise. But now it's like one of my favorites. Do you recommend this? Do you recommend someone who has never played these games go through it and go down the journey you've gone to? You've gone through. I do. I really do. Like I like I just I I played five when it came out, but that was my first experience ever. So going back to PS1 Metal Gear Solid was like, oh, wow, like this is obviously wildly different, but it's a really good game. Like Metal Gear Solid one, two and three are fantastic games. Metal Gear Solid four is good if you can play it. (laughs) <laughs> like otherwise you're just sitting through and there's so much lore and shit I don't like I don't care about a 15 minute explanation about a gun from the Ukrainian war or whatever like it's just like things that I'm like this is dumb 
But, you know, Yakuza has her silly moments. But I think Metal Gear Solid is worth it, honestly, mainly for David Hayter. Like, okay. he's just he's just so phenomenal. Snake, all, all the voice acting is incredible, but it's just, it's, it, you will love it the same way I you love Yakuza and the same way I love Yakuza. Like, it's just silly, gross dudes being <laughs> gross and silly. And there's some, obviously, there's some homoerotica shit and there are people that are like, that's not a kiss, it's a Russian taunt or whatever. Like it's A Russian like, what? Taunt. There's like a part oh. that I missed in Metal Gear Solid 4, and I'm pissed I did, where one of the characters also like kiss a snake during the fight. Uh-huh. And and like all the homophobic fans were like, that's not a kiss, it was a Russian taunt. I was like, that dude straight up wanted to kiss him. Like there <laughs> that dude has had a crush on snakes since the beginning of time. Like, it's very fun and the characters are great, but like, yeah, it's just like it's a cutscene city over here, you know? Like, it's just it's yeah. just so much. Metal Gear Solid 2 is my favorite, but Metal Gear Solid 1 was definitely like, okay, this is pretty fucking good. I think you would like them. Okay, so which one does one start with? It's it just play, yeah, just start with Metal Gear <laughs> just, Solid yeah. 1. <laughs> and that's like the, that's a PlayStation 1. Because like before that, there was the Metal Gear games that were like the MSX games, like the NES games, and they are not good. Okay. So I would just start with the PlayStation ones and then move up from there. Metal Gear Solid 2 is one of the funniest games ever played ever. Like there's okay. like, there's so many stupid like I was going through my clips on Twitch and I was like, this is the funnest, the most fun I've ever had streaming a game since Yakuza Zero. Really? Yeah. And it's a short okay. game. It's like twenty hours, which Ooh. to us is short. To I, some I people know. that's I, normal. I'm like mm. it's a hundred it was two hundred hours in Elden Ring, every game's gonna feel shorter than that. <laughs> You know what you put it. Yeah, that's a good point. So, how did you? Okay, so if it's on PlayStation, if it's a PlayStation One game, how did you play it? I'm borrowing a PlayStation Three. Got it. Okay. So I have got it. actually Noted. Right here. It's sitting right here because I'm playing Peace Walker next. It's a whole Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection. This is locked on the PS3. That's the only way you can play it, which is so dumb. Mm, it I, is I, dumb. I feel like eventually they will put them on maybe the PlayStation library, but like. All of, I mean, PlayStation 4 or Metal Gear Solid 4, you can only play on PS3. Like, it's just, it's just, it's so dumb. I don't know why. Kind of like how Yakuza Dead Souls is only on PS3. Pisses yeah, off, I really want to play f- it. <laughs> I, I, I kept my PS3 and I busted it out for that very specific reason. I was like your friend. I was like, I got to play everything. You can play these. There's like 10 games on this on these discs. Oh, God. I mean, I really want to hear you talk about it. I'm like, God, you know, it's starting to like tickle me in a good way. I'm like, oh, but now I'm thinking of all the games coming out. Honestly, watching home. a play, like I've realized too, like I've been streaming for almost three years out and there's only a certain game where people like legit come to my stream just to watch people play it. and that is i would say the number one oh. like people just want to watch the vods and the see because it's such a reactionary game there's so much stupid shit in it like metal gear solid 2 you can slip on bird shit and it's the funniest thing ever <laughs> and it throws you off guard you'll just be walking and all of a sudden you slip because a bird pooped on the ground i'm like that would not happen in real life why like a it- banana peel <laughs> And four, um, you got where, an iPod, and you can listen to your iPod. Where is that stream? What's that stream URL that people can check out? My twitch.tv slash we saw Lawlin, which is the yeah, which is the worst name I could have possibly chosen, but it we works. Talked, we talked about this the first episode. Just be careful, kid. Like I used to be Furby seven six five. Like listen, you, sh- you are still Furby seven six five in my heart. 
Am I really? Do you want me to like stare at you in the middle of the night when I need to be put to bed, and then you have to put me in the closet and blink eyes my eyes open. robotically? Uh, and yes. Then snore. <laughs> and then okay. you wake up in the middle of the night, and make bird noises. Um, uh, uh, ooh, ooh, or whatever the hell. That's a monkey. I am oh, also what, simultaneously replaying Sekiro because I like oh. to torture myself, and okay. that has been shockingly therapeutic for me. Okay, so you okay? I'm gonna we're going off the rails a little bit. Before you talk about sick here, I want to talk about your back. <laughs> that sounds weird. What are the tattoos you have on your back right now? I'm not gonna take off my clothes, but uh, Damn. I will. I have a picture of it. I guess that is a good segue because it is souls related. Um, because Lisa's a psycho and won't stop getting tattoos. It's I really awesome. wanted to get a back piece done, and since I'm really obsessed with the Souls games, I thought that I should get. Uh, I don't know if you can even see this. Oh hell yeah! Oh, that probably is so not. Cool. Okay, maybe. No, you, you can. can. Oh, it's yeah. very blurry. Uh, one side. <laughs> there goes her phone. She's like, "Fuck! I hit my tattoo." <laughs> one side is the dark. It's from Dark Souls Three, which is okay. my. Left side? Right side? I can't think of the math. Anyways, <laughs> I'm directionally <laughs> challenged. Uh, it's a fire creeper from Dark Souls 3. Um, and then on the other side is the doll from Bloodborne because they're both cute ladies that help you level up and have a lot to do with the lore. And so they have matching backgrounds. It's a really cool back. But I wanted to get a Yakuza style. So I have the Aww. spine empty in the middle. I might do something on my neck. I just, you know, this is how I know I need to move because all I've been doing is like, what if I just keep getting tattoos? Maybe I'll forget that I live here. <laughs> and it's almost done I, I've gotten a lot of tattoos like my arms are completely full down on my hands and nothing has ever been more painful than tattooing the side of my hips like I do not know how girls are getting Aww. tramp stamps in high school like I'm like how <laughs> your pain tolerance when you're 18 must have been nothing because I am like shaking and crying and throwing up when I not throwing oh, up but well I feel like I am when I'm when yeah. I'm getting that done so I have to get it more done next month uh, before I leave um, and yeah, it's, it looks beautiful. I love it, but it does, it is a, like, it's, I go in public, I wear a tank top and I'm like, I am just asking for people to stare at me like that. I've never I had the issues it. of people staring at me until I got the back tattoo and I was like, okay. Oh my God, though. It looks so <laughs> I sick. Need I need to go to LA where everyone's half naked. So no I one's... have had the privilege of seeing you without your clothes on and seeing mm -hmm. your back tattoo. Hey. At the comedy show it was wild. I was just naked the whole time. It was, it was good. Now you've seen I'm plugging her comedy show, friends. You, you really need to go check the. Um, comic no, it's, stripping. It's <laughs> comic stripping. Sorry, I'm down. I'll watch it. I'll be there. Um, but no, it's really beautiful. Like it's really nice. Also, they're probably just staring at you because you're hot. Don't be stupid. Um, okay, so I, I wanted to talk about that because I wasn't sure if any of the tattoos on your back were Sekiro, but it's not. Not so yet. So you're playing Sekiro again, right here. Yes, because you hate yourself. Yes. Uh, no, okay. I just needed something. Like, here's the thing is I so many games like I, I honestly part of me mid Metal Gear Solid that made me want to do this. But it's like I am so tired of playing games that have such bad UI, like oh, in yeah. menus and stuff and leveling up systems and like just hauling a bunch of equipment you're not going to use. And Sekiro is just so good because you get one fucking sword. You get one sword. There's no leveling up. You just gain skills. And then you have like your stupid arm that has like shurikens and firecrackers and whatnot. It's just so simple. It's simple, but it's hard as shit, but it's simple. Like you go into the menu and nothing's confusing. And oh, I don't think yeah. people realize as a streamer, it's really exhausting to constantly play games you haven't played. Like it's great because people want to see new stuff and reactions and whatnot, but like 
there's too much media I've consuming for the first time at once and especially <laughs> Metal Gear Solid which is like I'm still trying to understand what the fuck the games are about versus Sekiro which is like he just got to protect his lord and there's a, yeah it's just one it's, sword just one so, sword I think they make the game so simple and everything but the combat because they know how fucked up the combat is but once you get it you're like it's smooth sailing ish okay <laughs> I get, yeah, you know, I don't know if that's a game I'll ever go visit because Elden Ring for me was enough, but I love hearing yeah. about people's ventures into the games I'll never play. Cause it's I, nothing, yeah, it's nothing like Dark Souls or Elden Ring or anything. Yeah, okay. those games okay. were a lot. Like, I, I'm glad I played Dark Souls 1 first and then went to 3 and then Elden Ring. If I went just into Elden Ring, I'd be like, I don't know what to do. Like, I would just be like, I don't, <laughs> what What are the, what are runes? What are these? My, what's my money? Where's my money? Where's my money? Why is my um, horse a goat? I need to know wait, all these what? things. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've told you this lately, but I love your brain. Yeah, I just, I just love it. It's always like keeping me on my toes and keeping me surprised, and that's one of the reasons why you are my future. Ex-wife. Putting me on your podcast is like me playing Sekiro. You're like, I, it fucks up my brain, and I don't like it, but I can't stop. Yeah, you're like a drug. You're like, I love I you. I don't know how to respond to you, but I like it. No, you make me laugh, and then we just talk about hot naked men, and then it's just like the video game is... men. Let's not get Vi- too far. Oh, video hot video game men. Yes, let's be very clear. Someone's <laughs> like, what? When are they gonna release the Wisa, like the Megan W one essay? And I was like, it would just be a robot telling you which video game characters are most smushable. I want to be on that movie with you. That would be so fun. I would love that. See, this is how delusional we really are. It's like all the men we know are video game characters, except for my real, I mean, I know my real husband and he yeah. might be a video game character and I don't know. I mean, I've never asked him. It Maybe is very I funny. I went on a date with a guy a few months ago that uh, he he's not a nerd at all, like at all, but he knows on the surface that I am. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so funny because I'm like, I feel like like not to make this like a reverse gender roles thing, but I feel like the guy in this, whatever we had, it doesn't exist anymore. But when it did, he would send me Star Wars memes all the time. I don't watch Star Wars at all. But because he was like, Lisa, nerd clicks. He was like, she has to be into Star Wars and would just always send me Star Wars memes. And I would just pretend that I knew what he was talking about. Like, oh, yeah, it's so funny. (laughs) I never corrected him, though. I just eventually just died off. But it was just very funny for a brief second. He was like, she has to like Star Wars. Like, that was just it. (laughs) The assumption was made. I I also don't watch the wars and the stars. So I I would be right there in your shoes. It was just so Uh, funny to me. And I was just like, you know what? I'll take it. Take it. It's fine. <laughs> you know, at least it is, again. Sometimes it's just all about the effort. And there was an effort made. Didn't there was an effort long. made. No. So you know, there goes that. Now um, it's snake. It's all about solid snake. Solid snake. Naked snake. Speaking of naked. Liquid things, snake. Liquid. Speaking <laughs> of liquid naked. Yakuza, I mean, like a Dragonetian. Let's talk about. I mean, it's pretty pretty relevant. Um, yeah. So I talked about like a Dragonetian a lot last week, and I'm still playing it. 
I the simming in this game is real. I can't stop farming. I can't stop sticking my hand so in you said pots. Farting, but yes, I mean that too. You know, gastric issues are real. Ga- ga- yeah, gastric. Yeah, gas issues, stomach issues. Don't you, you know farting in pots? Oh, that. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm just so jealous that you've put so many hours in. Oh yeah, I have. I uh, was very fortunate to get a review code away ahead of time. Thank you, Sega. But yeah, it's it's a lovely game. I'm having a ton of fun with it. You know, something I feel like we don't talk about enough with these games is while we always tend to focus. I think on how funny and silly they can be. These games, when they when they're tense and when they're building that mood, holy crap! You know, like there's a, a scene that happened in Ishin recently, and I won't talk about specifics because spoilers are bad. But I, I could barely even watch the screen because it was just so tense, and I was like, oh! And you just feel like that vicarious, like butt clenching anxiety for the characters that are around you. And I think the last Yakuza game that made me feel that way was Yakuza 0. Because, you know, if you think about it, back then, Kiru was just like this up-and-coming little little Baby gangster. Boy. Yeah, right? He didn't have a lot of authority or power or anything. And so in Ishin, it's sort of the same thing, sort of, kind of. And um, this is the first game in a long time where I was like, holy crap, like, I'm, I'm, I'm too empathetic with this. It's making me feel a little, a little on edge here. But um, I, I just cry having- when I see him at this point. <laughs> like, it's just like, I, I am so emotionally det- attached to Kiryu that when they were like, here's the costumes. I'm like, I don't want to see him in that suit. I need him to go live in peace in the mountains where no one can contact him. Right. I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's he always tries to leave, and then nope, then someone always finds him. It's it's like they have a GPS tracker on his ass or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm still having an absolute blast with it. And now you haven't played the game yet, but you played the combat demo, right? I played I the combat it. demo, and I played it at um, oh, that's right, TwitchCon. Yeah. Hell yeah! And yes, I I am so ready to have like I loved like a dragon um, with Ichiban, but. It was just too much. Like, having a turn base is fun, but for me, it was like, I was so used to that old formula, so it's really glad that they kind of brought that back. Like, you have the difference between using... I, I just love that. You get the the cards, and you get the, the different weapons and stuff, but I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna use fists. I just went back to Yakuza Zero just punching all these oh, guys. Oh, yeah, the brawler style. <laughs> yeah, the Absolutely. brawler style. But, like... Yeah, it's like I really love those games, but it's like after going through all of Kiryu Saga, I was like, I got so attached to all those characters because I had them throughout all the games, you know? Yeah. And so seeing them back with like just, even though it's not them, it's just their faces. Like I still love that Akiyama like doesn't look like a samurai. He just looks like a guy who's doing a samurai porn. Like he's just uh, walking around his red robe, just like, hey man, what's up? I'm here. Like, <laughs> like everyone. And I love that they also brought, they changed some of the faces. I never played the original Ishin, but I love that they changed some of the faces yeah. uh, to, to be like, I don't know why they put Zhao in the game. Like I was like, that's so random. Like, they put his face in there, but they also had, like, all the old guys from um, Yakuza's, the old men from Yakuza's Zero. Yes! So I was like, it was really nice. It's so cool to, like, see these characters make a comeback. Because I got to the point in, like, a dragon where some of those characters make a comeback, and I got really choked up. I was like, oh, want to say I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him. And Daigo, my sweet boy. He's, like, 50, but I'm like, baby boy, Daigo, you know? Is he <laughs> real? Oh, no, I, yeah, in my mind, I'm like, he's a little baby boy, so we're in that white puffer jacket that yep. we find him in for the first time around all these girls. Yeah. No, I'm with you, and I think that's something that I also really love about Ishin is, yeah, it's, it is all these faces and that you've seen throughout the series. I think the part for me that's confusing is all of their names are different, obviously. Yeah. Like, it makes sense. This is, like, a standalone game that takes place in the 1800s. Like, of course, names are different and things like, are different. Like, who's Sakamoto? 
do <laughs> like yeah, you know like Sakamoto re- or even like you know of course I know Majima's name because like of course I do but even like some of like the old men from Yakuza 0 as you as you put it or even like Zhao or all these other returning characters I'm like I can barely keep track of every Yakuza character already because there are so many of them and now you're going to put them up to all new names and so you're reading like this intense like cutscene that's happening and people are talking about things that have gone down and it's like so is fighting blah blah blah, blah and is pissed off at like, and I'm like who are these people? I only know their faces and I wish there was a way to like bring up the person's face so I knew exactly what tea was being spilled but um it's you know, actually going to be easy for me, though, because Gintama, a.k.a. Gingivitis, Gingivitis, is an anime that is based off the same historical figures. I mean, like, it's not based off of, but they use the same names, like Sakamoto Ry- Ryoma. Really? I, think, I didn't and, like, know that. Hijikata. Yeah, like... Because yeah, and it's actually really funny because they made like a whole joke about how kids were failing history in, in high school because they were using Gintama history instead of the actual history of these people. So they did an episode where they were like, This is actually who we are. And it's funny because everyone was always like, dude, Gintama is like the Yakuza of anime, which it is. And so now we have a samurai Yakuza game with the similar names, and I'm like, it's like it was meant to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> um so it might be a little easy, but yeah, I'm still gonna say it's well, Washed up porn star Akiyama when he pops on the screen. Like, I'm never going to call him. Isn't he Kotaro or something? I don't know who it is. And they, they all have Gintama names, which are real historical figures in Japan. But I'm like, this is just Gintama. I know. I didn't. I, and I'd see, I didn't know that until I started doing some research into this that, yeah, like all these people are, are real. Well, not all, but most, I believe, are real. Like Kiru's character, Majima's character, they all had a place in history and that the story is actually based off loose historical events and of course there's a lot of fluff in there that the team put in but yeah it's just really interesting and the sim stuff like i was telling you before we started the show is it's too good like i i think when you go from yakuza zero all the way to six it's more more or less the same stuff every game yeah you know like you have the cabaret stuff and like that you know doesn't fall i miss it Oh my god, it's my favorite. But like, you have the batting cages, you have the arcade, you know, you have blah blah blah, and that's all fine and stuff. But um, it gets boring, a little boring after a while because it's the same thing. But I feel like for the most part, the side stuff in this game, you know, you have the farming, you have the trooper cards. Wait, you there have the isn't a, re- there isn't a VR uh, arcade in the in the old times, eighteen sixties. <laughs> I've actually always wanted to know what is your favorite standalone mini game in Yakuza because every game has like its own like one or two that's like standalone mm-hmm. from the other ones. What's your favorite? Oh, I mean, obviously it's the the cabaret shit, the, the complete like. From Yakuza Zero, I think is my favorite. Oh yeah, taking him out on dates. Taking him out on dates, girl. girl. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's the one. And then you get to take him on dates and talk to him as Majima and dress him up in like the '80s fashion and stuff. Oh my god. I love yeah, that, and I good. also really liked the fishing mini game in Six, where you had to go deep side, deep side, deep diving deep. into the sea. You know, I don't the think I did that fishing. one. That was really fun. But I also love the disco. I think Zero just had too much oh. nostalgia attached to it that I could not like it the most. Oh, the disco's good. And the fishing, actually, is a mini game that I never really got into until... I did it with three for a little bit, because, like, you kind of have to. Yeah, and six, you'd actually place. get a dive into Ooh. the water, Subnautica style, and, Ooh. like, punch sharks. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Of course you do. But the fishing 
in Ishin, I've really gotten into like I just I spend lots of time just fishing. And Jason's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm every game shit. has really caught onto the fishing simulator." Oh. <laughs> It's so good. But yeah, you know, there's just so much to do. And I think that's, this is a game that I anticipate I'll be playing for many, many more weeks and months. I don't want to rush through it. I want to milk it. And I know we still have the Kingdom Ass, Hearts Ass title coming up. What is it called? Like a dragon? Tears of the Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's it. What is it? It's like, like a dragon, Gaiden, the man who changed his name. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Leave him alone. Get a job. Leave him alone. I know. (laughs) It's so interesting because, yeah, this is going to focus on him uh, trying to get away. And then he gets called back. And then we got Virgil hair, Kiryu coming back in eight. Oh, God, what is that all about? Oh, my God. It's going to be good. Uh, I feel like you and I need just need to start a Yakuza podcast and yeah. live our best life. We call it um, Passionate Manly Bathhouse Battle, the podcast. <laughs> I love your brain. This is why you're so good at stand-up. It's like you just pull the most random, funny shit Yeah, I just go on stage and say, Pashley, man, does anyone know here know what you're talking about? No? You guys are <laughs> uncultured. It erupts in laughter, and then you have a Netflix special the next week. I just go on stage day. and make fart noises. That's all I really do. <laughs> I can confirm. I was there. You didn't make any fart noises. You rocked it, and you hosted the event. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm. Speaking of that, before we wrap up, I just want to briefly like give you a spotlight so you can talk about all your antics and like what you kind of see the next few months looking like since you're going to be moving. Talk about your Twitch streams, like all of that. And things. a new project that I'm yes. starting. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you, Brittany, for giving me the spat right. Um, yeah, moving's going to be crazy. I'm planning to move in May. My lease is up in June. I love Washington. I'd rather live here, honestly, than LA because I'm so comfortable here and we have good water and I don't f- fucking catch the comfortable fire. comfortable can be bad. Yeah, but being too comfortable is not good. And yeah. also because I do stand up, like I've been here for so long that just, I'm ty- you know, it's time for me to move on. I've done my time. And I'm not saying it's going to work out because it's LA. It's very competitive, but... I'm tall and I wear heels and I can stomp on people. So, and also just in general, my work, I have better work down there with, you know, working in as a, I guess, as a content creator in the gaming Mm -hmm. industry. It's just very wild to me that Seattle like does not have good opportunities for creators considering we have Nintendo and Microsoft and Valve, Bungie, Amazon. It's yeah. Insane. It is. It's it's the weather. It's because nobody wants to go outside. That's really it. That, that's a good point. <laughs> um, yeah, you know that's a good point. I never thought about that though. Yeah, like there really isn't anything. That's not true. Like obviously, there's a lot of companies it's a lot of here, game but- dev stuff, which is good. Game dev and tech. But as far as like creativity, writing, hosting, exactly. it's like Seattle's not really a good. It's also expensive here to have events. So that's another reason why there's not a lot of things here. Like we got packs, mm-hmm. and I I still work with Penny Arcade, and I love Hell them. Yeah. And then also, I'm starting a podcast with. Has he been on the show before? No, but we've <gasps> talked about it because he loves Resident Evil. Oh my god, you should have Mr. Brian Eltano on your show. Yay! He is amazing. Uh, he's been obviously. He's also been in gaming as as long as you have. You guys are like veterans. You guys should be besties. <gasps> We've guys, seen some shit. You I know guys we've been should start a to... podcast about me. <laughs> <laughs> 
The Weasels, the Weasels Weasels podcast featuring the Brian and Weasels. Brittany. <laughs> every week we analyze your tweets and your streams and see like what you're doing. We just talk That's about Lisa every week. I oh love it. Um, yeah, we're starting a podcast together. We don't have a name yet, but we're really excited. We're going to be testing, you know, this Friday, seeing what we come up with. So hopefully it's still going after Can this. Can you tell us really- a little bit about what the podcast will be about? Yeah, we sort of decided not to do gaming focused stuff. Uh, I mean, obviously, like, we'll be doing like we were doing right now is i've been playing metal gear solid blah blah shooting the shit but you know he yeah. does so much with IG, ign already that he just like does not really want to do gaming stuff and but he, the thing is, is he wants to work with someone in gaming who does comedy which is like five of us so he just chose me because <laughs> i was probably the least busy <laughs> no no we have a good dynamic he was on my lisa's layer show when i had it and i was like dude we are very good conversationally we should just do something and so yeah that'll be my big project until i move and then after i move it'll still go i'm hell I'm, yeah here's the thing i manifest things by saying them out loud so here we go I'm saying it out loud we're gonna keep this going and Brittany and i are gonna hang out again and have another white claw wednesday on a saturday uh, yeah, actually, after we wrap <laughs> after we wrap up the show, I'm absolutely texting you. I'm like, when are we hanging out again? It was yeah. already in my plans. Like, I gotta milk you. We have girl. white white glo- white cloth Saturday. White glove. White, white cloth Saturdays together. But yeah, there's just a lot coming up. I'm still keeping my mm-hmm. job with EG and working with our pro players down in Santa Monica, which will be really fun. It's just a lot going on, so that's why I'm like in my hobo yeah. clothes, um, just trying to <laughs> relax as much as I can right now until the summer comes because I will be simultaneously playing Zelda in my bed until 4 a.m. and also trying to, like, do a bunch of shit and move to a new city. It's going to be a lot. So you got to hang out. It's going to be a lot, but you're going to fucking crush it. I I hear you, and this is, like, sometimes the, oh, what's that stupid phrase that people say? And I always try to say it, and I can always butcher it. The the best thing is the hardest thing, or, like, the right thing to do is the hardest thing. And it's going to be a pain in the ass moving and doing all that shit. But I know you know, like, you even said when you announced it that you already feel like this is the right call for you. Yeah. Just don't miss me too much. Just fly down to Burbank whenever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, fuck, I finally meet a cool woman in freaking Washington. I almost said bitch, and I was like, ah, And look, this podcast is just as long as the final cutscene in Metal Gear Solid 4. That's crazy. Imagine that. (laughs) An hour and what, 18 minutes? What is this? Uh, you go. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just like end up on your front doorstep. I don't know where. You're I'm probably gonna, gonna live in a dumpster. It's the same price as a two I'll bedroom sh- apartment. <laughs> Perfect. I'll show up to your dumpster door. I'll, and I'll just be like, hang up. out. The most bougiest dumpster ever. Perfect. I just need a little corner to pee in, and I'll be happy. Um, yeah. You're amazing and incredible, and I know I'll be talking to you after the show. But publicly, just let me say. Best of luck to you. You're going to fucking crush it. L.A. is a place, but I agree. I think for <laughs> LA you is a, it is It is a city. It is a city. It is a place. And I empathize also being very comfortable in Washington that the thought of going to L.A. is a little, eh, but like you have to do what you got to do and you're going to fucking flourish gonna and you're going to crush it there. I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to become the you're mayor gonna do of it. L.A. Hell yeah. And then you're going to come back and buy that $10 million mansion that we talked about. Where can people find you if they want to? I mean, on all online. the platforms. I'm on all the platforms. I'm on Twitch, TikTok, Instagram. TikTok is mad at me because I'm trying to do two types of content. Uh, so I can uh, definitely use some love over there but it's all w-i-s-a-l-a-l-l-e-n on all the things and i have a youtube channel that has yet to have stuff on it but 
You can follow me on there because I will be posting stuff on it, but mainly Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch, and TikTok. God damn, Hell yeah. there's too many fucking apps. I know. This is the day we live in. Back oh, in the day, it was just yeah. MySpace. Yeah. yeah. Well, not anymore. No, now yeah. it's everything. I love you so much. You're amazing and incredible. And I will absolutely be sure to get you back on the show whenever I can. Oh, I, I love you so it. much, girl. I love you, governor. And then I'll just text you after this and we'll actually pick a day to actually hang out in person again. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And go check out Lisa at all of her things. She's incredibly funny and talented and good at what she does. And she deserves all of the love. And I will see you all next Everyone, week. Everyone, I love Brittany. I love Brittany so much. Okay, I'll ah, see you later. Okay, bye. bye.